Ladies and gentlemen, it's another week, another episode of Reliving the Lights of Friday Night Lights Rewatch Podcast. My name is Josh Kuypers. My name is Anthony Hookman. And we are your hosts that you have stuck faithfully by for the last four plus seasons. Uh, Thank you for being with us. Anthony, uh, we were just talking on the last episode, which was... uh, peel back the curtain about half hour ago yeah. uh that uh this is the first episode or the first time we've recorded in the new year so i gotta ask you you big uh new year's resolution guy you know i'm not no um i don't really uh care to i mean i have in the past like made like tentative resolutions and it never goes you know the way that mm-hmm. uh that i intend uh so i try to keep it simple uh I, I haven't had a New Year's resolution in, in probably at least a decade. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm interested in it right now because at the college I work for, I got an email today um, from the student newspaper, which basically exists to cause problems at the school. Sure. Um, you looked like okay. yeah, I was. Yeah, I was going to make a joke about like the press and the liberal media, but I <laughs> couldn't quite get it. Uh, but in our chapel services, since the beginning of the year, uh, our campus pastor has asked people like, Hey, uh, on your, we have people like fill out a card, like an attendance card or whatever, like, Hey, on the back of your card, let us know what your new year's resolution or like the thing that you're committing to, or like the big question that you have, you know, that you're asking this year or whatever, write that on the back of your card. We'll be praying for you. Uh, for that. And I got an email from the news student newspaper today saying like, Hey, new year's resolutions are very controversial these days. Why are you, uh, asking students what their new year's resolution is? Uh, which I'm like you, I also am not a big resolutions guy, but I don't have a problem. Right. uh, Yeah. People (laughs) want to have new year's resolutions. Like if, uh, you're not trying to become better as a person, like what are you really doing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. So no, why do you need a new year to do that? Yeah. Yeah. So no new year's resolutions from either of us, but, uh, you know, generally I, uh, want to be a less angry person and I want to, uh, be more present with my kids, which are two very big, vague goals, but I, I think, but Hey, that's still something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my goal, I guess, yeah, I want to get back on the uh, weight loss train because I've put yes. on all the weight that I lost uh, last <laughs> fall. Yep, it is it is back on me, and now I've become a bagel guy. Oh uh, yeah, so that's gonna be I mean, tough. I'm just I'm carbon up. I'm carbon up. Uh, <laughs> doesn't help that the the man sitting across from me in the Zoom bought me a bagel slicer for <laughs> for a housewarming gift. So I. You know, I got to put that to you. <laughs> so. Sorry, not sorry on that. I feel like that was a hell of a gift. It and was. You're gonna, it was. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. So, uh, yeah, I'm also with you on that. I'm not quite back to where I was, uh, like post kind of the first part of the pandemic where we all just like got mm-hmm. super fat and I also had an infant. So I didn't sleep and just ate for comfort and stuff like that. So I'm not quite there, but I'm on, I'm well on my way. So. Yeah, I would also like to uh, shed a few of those pounds. But anyway, uh, this is you know probably a month or two late. But happy guess, New Year! Hey, <laughs> yeah, I I got I guess I have a new New Year's resolution as of today, which is to now get my freaking car fixed. Oh uh, yeah, because I saw that. <laughs> Frick. 
I had a uh, Lyft driver back into my parked car today. (laughs) Yeah. Were you there? I was in the building. I was inside. And so did you talk to the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because it looked like the other car was still there. But yeah, yeah. I had to call the police and like get a report filed and get the little tag that they hang from your car that says like this, this accident has been reported. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he dinged me pretty good. We're, I got I got the brunt of it more than his car did. So yeah, looked like your bumper was kind of caved in there. On yep. The back, so. Yep. So now uh, I luckily uh, my uh, insurance person is friend of the show Leah Norman, formerly Leah Burink, who we oh, went no to, or didn't go to high school with, but yeah, uh, went to Christian the school kids. Yeah, went to the high school very nearby. Yeah, I uh, so she she lives in Brookings, or she lives in like White. Um, and, uh, and works at, uh, state farm and Brookings. And so she is, she, I, that's who I've done my insurance through, um, forever. And, uh, so I texted her like, while the police were still filing the report and I was like, Hey, question, (laughs) insurance question. Uh, did they pay the whole thing or do I have to pay for like part of this? Like, I don't know how deductibles work. Like I haven't been to a car accident in like almost 20 years. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like the last time I got into a car accident was with Logan Dykstra. <laughs> we were you know, so like, we knew each other. So it was uh-huh. like, uh, yeah. So she, she luckily she's gonna, she's gonna help walk me through this entire ordeal. So I yeah. don't have that much to worry about. Well, I don't know the South Dakota laws for sure, but I would say if your car was parked and somebody else backed into it, they will be paying yes, for that. That's correct. <laughs> uh, I just wasn't sure. Like Here's the thing. I've dealt with health insurance a lot over uh, the last, uh, right. that's kind of your like three years, which is, right? yeah, a whole thing. And uh, so yeah. yeah. And so like, I was just kind of like, Oh, um, I was like, am I going to have to pay like part of this? Like I pay my deductible and then their insurance right. company pays the rest or how does this work? And yeah. no. So she, she kind of explained to me, she's like, Oh no, you're <laughs> like, you're not going to pay for any of this. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is good. Which, uh, so we go to Florida a lot and I was just down there a couple months ago for our yearly visit to our kids' birth mom and, mm-hmm. uh, they're a no fault state. What I, f- is what I found out when I rented a car, which means that if you're in an accident, your own insurance pays for the damage to your car, no matter what. So even oh, wow. if, even if, yeah, that guy had backed into your car while it was parked, you, your insurance would still pay the damage on your car. That's ridiculous. So, which is kind of ridiculous. And especially if you're renting a car and, uh, you know, like usually your own car insurance will cover a rental, but mm-hmm. when you're in Florida, it gets weird because yeah, yeah that's, that's a weird law, but you yeah, know, it was a, uh, it was a Florida weird situation. Florida things. <laughs> it was a weird situation because I is actually ironic because, uh, I just gotten, uh, Angie had just handed me the mail that came for me. And one of the things was my insurance, my car insurance card, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. starting like literally starting in February. So in a few days, and um, I had literally walked it over to my uh, my desk over there, my uh-huh. home office desk, because I sat it down there thinking, if I set it here, I'll remember to put it in my car before February. <laughs> so I'll see it every day at work, and um, walked back to grab the other piece of mail that I had started opening, didn't even finish opening it. And I felt a buzz in my pocket uh-huh. and I thought it was my brother, Brandon, cause he calls me every day. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm like, Oh boy, here we go. I, 
for the listening at home, if you don't know, uh, I have a brother, Brandon. He has special needs. Uh, he loves yeah. calling people. Uh-huh. Um, and usually, like, <coughs> I enjoy it. I think he's hilarious. Um, like, he is hilarious. You yeah. know, some of the yeah. stuff he says is very, very funny. And, but like, when he calls, it's just like, oh man, here we go. Like, we're going to be talking in circles for 20 minutes. You know, it's a lot of just like, hey, I like you. You're awesome. You know, uh, you know, whatever. And so I was like, oh man, Brandon's calling you. It's about that time. Like I've been off yep. work about a half hour. He knows. And <laughs> it was our property manager. And I was like, oh, why is Arnie calling me? <laughs> and so I answer it. And he's like, hey, somebody hit your Ross Perot car. Cause I've got a, <laughs> a Ross Perot bumper sticker, which luckily was unaffected. Oh, thank God. Um, uh, on the, on my, on actually on my, the back of my trunk. And so I said, all right, I'll be down. He said, are you around? Yep. I'll be down in a second. So. Yep, came down and and uh yep. And then I was like, Well, I gotta call the cops because we have to report this accident, like yeah, by law. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, how yeah. Like, sorry, man. He was like, you know, he's a lift driver, so like he was trying to get out there. I was like, sorry, man, we gotta nope, not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, we gotta report this. Very nice guy. Clearly, uh I, I think ling- English wasn't his first language, so I kind of felt bad, uh, yeah. you know, in that respect. Mm-hmm. But uh you know it, it 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 you know, it's gonna be fine. It'll all be it'll all be fine. Just uh, you know. <sighs> just a pain in the ass yeah it's pain in the ass to deal with yeah my pickup got totaled by a high schooler backing into it last year so i get that uh and spent countless hours i i it sounds like yours is going to be a little more cut and dried but yeah uh, but yeah i spent countless hours on the phone uh and yeah. emailing back and forth with my insurance person last year so best of luck to you and all that thank you uh anthony yes what are you drinking well, Josh, got the old standby here. Ooh, it's a mixing bowl <laughs> full of ice and grain belts. That is the, uh, we're just going to call that the Reliving the Lights classic. Yes. Right there. 100%. I was not expecting that. I was fully expecting another margarita. Okay. Uh, but you look like you're, how many you got in there? You're prepared. Uh, that's a, it's a sixer. Okay, I, you, you know, just, just put the whole be, thing in there. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. Just. Toss the sixer in there, and if uh, if any of them go undrank, which is very possible, we'll uh, put uh, put some back in the fridge. But I got my Lake Superior uh, koozie. Here. Oh, very nice. Yeah, right on. Well, over on this end, I am finishing up uh, a standard Bacardi Limon and peach flavored uh, water beverage. But I've got a Kona Brewing Company. Uh, shoot, I always forget what it is. I'm in this like. My koozie oh, I got from my yeah. sister. The big wave. Yeah. Big mm-hmm, wave gold mm-hmm. nail. Uh kind of a standby for me. So yeah, that was kind of a go-to when I was in Vegas because you can't get um you can't get grain belts in Nevada. <laughs> no, they don't do that. Uh, there. Grain belts reach does not uh extend that far. But uh so I, I did uh I did drink a few big waves while we were out there. Yeah, yeah, always a solid choice and usually available wherever you're at. So mm-hmm. all right. Uh I can't even remember. We talked about insurance and other things on our mm-hmm. intro. So that's that. And that's what we're drinking. So let's get into the episode. As you know, we've been recording these back to back. So welcome to the looser episode. Of- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, a few more slurs on all the enunciations on my end. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, not that kind of slur. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> All right, this episode is entitled Keep Looking. It originally aired November 17th of 2010, rated TV 14, 
once again, 43 minutes long. They've really got that time dialed in. No <laughs> variance whatsoever in the last three episodes. Uh, does Haven Iron Oak have anything to add to that? He does. Yeah, we knew that he does. Yeah. He removed the it's all about dads oh, uh, portion of his, of, uh, of his synopsis, but the rest is still intact. Becky's dad returns to town. Buddy Jr. comes to stay with his dad, and Vince confronts his father about drugs in his past. Meanwhile, Jess and Vince squabble about her being the team's equipment manager. Luke gets an invite to visit TMU and bring a few friends. Uh, how different is it? I feel like that. Literally, the only thing he took out was. That was it? Okay. I'm pretty sure the only thing he took out was it's all about dads. Fair enough. Okay. Well, that was a big loss. I wish he would have kept that because I felt Agreed. like. Uh, even though movie dude one never explicitly identified the theme prior to, I still feel like it was movie dude one esque to uh, throw that out there. But um, yeah, no good theme. Definitely. Uh, I don't know if movie dude two picked up on that same theme, but uh, mm-hmm. let's hear what he had to say. Sure. So here's the movie dude two synopsis. It's all about dads. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't start it with that, but I should have. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's what I actually have. <clears throat> A week after Vince's dad returns home, Buddy's son, Buddy Junior, also returns home to Dylan, while Jess makes herself at home as the team's new equipment manager. Oh, Becky tries to return home, but realizes it's not a good idea. While Julie is out wrecking homes. And Luke and the boys oh, travel to TMU on a bye week to see if it may be their future home. I'm a little bit in awe of what you just did there. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> that is some excellent work. Thank you. I don't know why I would even try to do these anymore. I'm glad <laughs> I screwed up and I have an Android phone. And, uh, yeah. N- nice work. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. Making a home. That was good stuff. Um, fantastic. Definitely better than Haven Iron Oak. Be- definitely better than anything I could have come up with. And I would say uh, you've done Movie Dude 1 proud here. Thank you. That's uh, it's high, almost, high praise. Thank it's, you. It's almost too good to be Movie Dude 1. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. This episode starts out with Vince over at Jess's house. They're doing a little canoodling. They're fooling around a little bit. (laughs) Yep. And uh, they don't realize that the uh, Jess's little brothers are watching them through the windows, which they're being exposed to something that maybe they're a little bit too young. (laughs) Yeah. Already already to understand yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially when it comes to their big sister. I, I still don't know. Are these all brothers? I don't know. They all I'm seem not too sure. close in age. They all do. Yeah. I don't know. Big if Big Verge was getting down, uh, yeah. like all like either maybe they're triplets or maybe there's <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple moms yeah. or or maybe it was just a you know one of those situations. Yep. She was yep. the back mom was just. Back. Uh, they had Jess and then didn't have any children for ten years and then. <laughs> All of a sudden, she was a fertile myrtle, and they had three kids in the span of like a year and a half. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure if the math checks out on that, but no, it it does not. But it's fine. Yeah, three kids in two years. Let's say that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, whatever that math still doesn't check out. But it doesn't. I'll I just let it slide. Thank you. Um, 
But yeah, they see what's I know Niles over there in Wales doing the math. (laughs) (laughs) How does this convert to pounds? I don't know. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't know how long the months are over in the States, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to do like the Francois Bourgeois bourgeois uh that's almost like too too chipper for whales <laughs> we have no idea i'm we, out here train spotting <laughs> <laughs> sorry now uh next we see mindy doing some uh tv aerobics a la jane fonda-esque stuff yeah. uh <laughs> i put in my notes i have i could not remember what this kid's name was i put hercules or whatever his name <laughs> Stephen Hannibal. Stephen Hannibal. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so Hercules. <laughs> I couldn't remember. That so, uh, that reminds me of uh, a bit that I did in college. I had a class, political ideologies, mm-hmm. um, that uh, uh, ended up actually probably more people that I'm in touch with. Well, no, that's not true. Say more people that I'm still in touch with I met in the class, but I met like three or four like friends in that class. Yeah. One of whom, at least I'm still very much in touch with shout out to Tanner Fitz, a uh, friend of the show. Um, but uh, there was this kid who sat in front of me um, and I don't know what his real name was, but he insisted on going by Thor. Um, and he like always brought a briefcase to class and he also smelled very bad. He was a big guy. Um yes. But like, I think if you're a college age student and you insist on going by a nickname, unless it's like, you know, uh, like a JJ or something like that, yeah. it's like, you know, like a Ricky instead of Richard, Rick. Yeah. You know, but like, yeah, like a like cash goes by cash. And even though his first name is William, like oh, right. his middle name is cash, you know, yep. or like, you know, Aaron Olson, friend of the show, like his first name is actually William, but he goes by Aaron. I didn't even know that. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, you know, um, you know, that's a reasonable, but if you're trying to go by Thor, like, mm. and you're like, and this was like a 300 level class. This guy was at least like 19 or 20, right? Yikes, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we had a lot of like group discussion in that class, right? And one time I pulled out on him. Uh, I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, you know, going off of uh, what Zeus or whatever said and like the whole <laughs> class just lit up like I just it was so good. Um, actually, one of my actually uh, uh, one of my coworkers now was in that class um, and she also actually like she knew Angie separately. So she knew oh, Angie sure. from something and she knew me from that class or she didn't know me from that class, but she remembered me from that class yeah. and like probably within the first year of Angie and I dating. Um, Angie like introduces she was like oh you and I took a class together political ideologies and you f-ing tore up that Thor guy you called him Zeus <laughs> so I think about that uh, a lot Got that your, your, Her- your Hercules comment reminded me of that yeah Hercules Hannibal whatever yeah, I don't know what became of old Thor but I think I saw him storming the Capitol last year I'm not 100% <laughs> yikes uh, all right. Well, Steven or Hercules or whatever his name <laughs> is, he's uh he's hanging in there in a baby bouncer thing yeah. while Mindy's uh trying to get back into shape. Becky tells her uh she's bringing some girls over for like I think it was the committee for the dance or whatever. Mm, yep. She's on the planning committee for the dance. So she invited him over. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Uh next we see Lil Buddy. Uh he's yeah. back. 
gotta say, uh, before we talk any more about it, I already know what you're gonna say. Incredible casting. How did they do that? (laughs) Incredible casting. Is that Brad Leland's actual son? No, I looked it up. I had to look up (laughs) what. Uh, what that actor's like deal was because I was like, this could be Bradley Lindsay. Yeah, how did they do that? I don't know. Is it? And I assume is that not the same guys that played Buddy Junior? No, it was a di- yeah different uh, different Buddy Junior because he only played Man. him in 2010 and 2011. So he 100% looked like he emerged from the loins of Donnie Buddy yeah, Garrity. 100% could like. <laughs> Could if they decided to do a spin-off series of 70s buddy oh. like Friday Night Lights the prequel, he's the guy. would have been absolute like dead ringer casting. I yeah. I it, like if you had told me maybe not 10 years ago, but today, that they like just filmed that scene with Brad Leland again and did like digital de-aging, <laughs> I would believe you. Like that's yeah. how how much he looks like Brad 100 percent Uh I'm glad you also uh were mesmerized by that because my notes say Buddy Jr. is back. How the hell did they get someone who looks exactly <laughs> like Brad Leland for this? It's impressive. Uh, yeah. Uh, buddy senior talks about getting something to eat. Uh, and buddy, little buddy says, as long as you don't make me eat Satan, Satan, (laughs) Buddy's very concerned, uh, that, uh, yeah, that little buddy's eating Satan. Kevin's obsessed with Satan. Uh, Kevin says it's nature's meat. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy senior says nature already has a meat. It's a cow. (laughs) Uh, in the process of all this, they drive past, uh, Garrity motors and Mm -hmm. it's closing and they're, yeah, we, we do have, yeah, this is the first, I think confirmation that we have that, uh, Garrity motors is closed. Yeah. Uh, it is for sale. There's a for sale sign outside. Yep. So we, we don't know exactly what happened, but we do know that. That's what I was going to say. Like, why did it? close i mean i know buddy's life was in kind of turmoil and stuff but i mean he like changed allegiances from west dylan to east dylan but is that enough in i would say i would say in storyline that's probably what it is the fact that he changed allegiances yeah um that uh that nobody was buying cars from anymore because he he jumped ship on the the panthers but uh the real life storyline i would almost have to guarantee is that general motors stopped sponsoring the show (laughs) right yeah all they have now is whataburger Mm -hmm. uh, for the show they lost sears i don't know if they i don't know if they have sears and sears anymore but they definitely lost yeah. Definitely lost Applebee's. Yeah. And we, I don't think we see coach, uh, coach Stan at Sears. And this is no, probably, we haven't in this season yet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And so as they drive past Garrity motors, closing little buddy makes the comment, boy, you can't make anything in your life work. Can you Yeah. pretty, pretty cold, Ooh. Ooh, savage, cold uh, words comment. from buddy junior. Oh boy! <laughs> I tossed my bottles in the recycling. That's uh, that's that's the sound of saving the planet. Then exactly. Next, we're at practice. Uh, Luke's looking pretty good, killing it. Yeah, looking there, real good. There's a TMU scout there. He appears to be impressed with Luke. Uh, invites 
Luke, does he invite Luke directly here to come check yep. out TMU? Well, he offers up a meeting. Yep. Yep. So that he likes what he sees, uh, invites Luke to come on. Yeah. Have a meeting. Vince's dad is in the stands and it's kind of distracting Vince a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coach says, Hey, how about after practice, you introduce me to him. Vince says, how about I don't? Coach? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Uh, that's, it's obvious that, uh, the relationship between Vince and his dad is still, uh, pretty tumultuous, uh, pretty distracting for Vince. Uh, we find out that it's a bye week for the Lions. Uh, and Buddy brings uh, little Buddy Jr. into the East Dillon School, tries to get him assimilated. Uh, we find a little bit more tension here. We could find out kind of just even more what a what a punk yeah. Buddy Jr. is. Yeah. Uh, he is. Um, he makes a crack about like, do you guys do like lobotomies here or something like that or psychotherapy yeah. or something like that? Electrotherapy. I can't remember what. Yep, that's what it was. Yeah, shock therapy, uh, implying that it looks like a insane asylum. Uh, you probably, I know you take your notes by hand, so you're. You, this was a visual thing. I don't know if you noticed, uh, buddy, checking out uh, Tammy Taylor's chest. I did not. Um, yeah, that? he uh, his eyes go down. Tammy like kind of clutches her notebook to her chest oh. to kind of cover up. So, Buddy Junior's a real piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, is is what we're supposed to take from this. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then he just kind of like, like, okay, well, can we walk you to the office? And he's like, no, I'm good. And he walk, he just yeah. walks into the school. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> all right, man, little buddy doing his thing. <laughs> uh, next we see the Panthers locker room. The guys are giving Jess a hard time. Uh, once again, Title Nine. These guys are expelled immediately in 2022. Uh, yeah, Jess. Uh, I mean, she's. I mean, this is maybe the outdated pop culture uh, of the week. In that, uh, Jess is like trying real hard to play up the like just one of the boys. Yeah. Uh, persona. Yep. Um, I think portraying her in this way is definitely of the time. Yep. Uh, making her just seem like oh she's just a cool girl when yeah. like some of the shit they were saying was pretty uh reprehensible Ugh. yeah yeah vince also agrees that sh- this should not be happening mm-hmm. um he doesn't like it he and jess kind of get into it yeah about it. vince like tries to be a stand-up guy which i think he he's he's in the right yes, here he he's should. like he kind of defends her honor and they kind of step outside and Jess is like, you don't have to do that. And Vince rightfully once again is like, uh, yeah, I do. This is, yeah. He doesn't say this is sexual harassment, but it is sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. Um, so coach witnesses this happening between Jess and Vince calls them into his office, says, Hey, as long as you're in this locker room, in this field house, you guys are not in a relationship. Um, so they kind of go back and forth about that. Jess leaves the office. This is one of my quotes of the episode. Vince, Vince says to coach, well, these women are getting out of hand. <laughs> coach says, get the hell out of my office. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Next, we see Becky uh, has the dance committee ladies over uh, planning the dance at Billy and Mindy's house. Yep. Uh, they're, they're 
trying to come up with a theme for the dance. They end up landing on Texas Luau, which I think may be a outdated pop culture reference uh, nominee of the week. Ooh, I didn't even um, know about that, but some cultural weird. appropriation. Absolutely. Angie and Angie brought it to my attention that apparently USD uh, got in trouble. The University of Sex and Drugs, aka the <laughs> University of South Dakota. We hate them, folks. They're a red team. That's uh, true. We yeah. we like the blue and gold, except for the the Lions. Uh, <laughs> right, but uh, the Panthers. Yeah, Angie had sent me this article um, from InsideHigherEd.com, dated uh, March fourth of twenty nineteen. So just three years, years ago. ago yeah. Law students, at the University of South Dakota planned a Hawaiian Day party, but changed the name of the event to Beach Day after an administrator told them that their original theme may have violated university rules about inclusiveness. Hmm. The Argus leader reported. When the name of the event was changed, students were told that the dress code was the same and that floral shirts were encouraged and lays would be worn, but a subsequent message said the lays would be dropped. Oh. Yeah. Uh, president of the university announced that she's investigating whether the student organizers' free speech rights were violated. But yeah, it's a, uh, you know, uh, you know, President Donald J. Trump tried to put an end to this wokeness. <laughs> um, it was a stolen election. He would have had it done by now, but I don't want to get in too deep here, folks. Um, but yeah, well, Texas Luau, it's a, uh, you wouldn't think about it, but uh, I mean, hey, listen, I'm, I'm uh, uh, a white dude from South Dakota. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, whether it's right or wrong, I think that this particular conversation, this particular suggestion may or may not even come up in high schools of today. No, probably not. Uh, I will say that Becky's suggestion of under the sea, I'm pretty sure was at least one of my proms. Sure. So you, you deserve to be canceled for mermaid appropriation is what you're saying. And, and Becky should be too. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not going to try and fight that. I'm just going to own up to it and say, I'm sorry. sorry. That's not a funny joke. Mermaids aren't real. <laughs> Hawaiian people are. It's not, it's a false equivalency. I'm sorry. It wasn't. Well, it's a bad bit. We're, we're canceled on multiple levels. I guess. That's true. So. Canceled. Uh, yeah. Becky's dad calls in the midst of all this, uh, tells her he's tired of all this crap. He's coming home tomorrow. He wants her to be home too. You know, he's upset about what he put hit, what Becky put Doreen through, which is there, is there a more stepmom name than Doreen? (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the spot, but I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) I can't come up with one. Uh, he wants her to be home, wants Becky to be home. I put in my notes, I'm pretty sure Mindy has a pretty bad case of postpartum depression. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Um, but I think we kind of see a little bit of her attitude here. Um, or the reason for her attitude here shortly, but, but yeah, I think postpartum depression is also a contributing factor in general. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah, so uh, after they get off the the call, um, he uh, Becky kind of goes back to before she goes back to the table. She looks at Mindy and says, 
well, I'll be moving home tomorrow, so you'll be happy or something along those lines. So she she knows that she's feeling less and less welcome in the Regan's household, and um, she knows that uh, probably both Billy and Mindy, but especially Mindy, is ready to have her out. So she kind of makes a point to say, well, I'll be out of your hair soon. Yeah, uh, we're very sympathetic to Becky at this point, right? Like, mm-hmm. ugh. if she was like 22, then maybe that comment would be a little more like, okay, come on. But <laughs> yeah, grow up. <laughs> but like she's a, a yeah. 17 year old girl that's having yeah. to deal with all this crap. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, definitely sympathetic towards Becky at this point. Next, we see uh, Tammy's homework club mentoring program thing that they got going uh epic is there she's wasting time uh tammy tries to get her to work some random dude makes some crappy comment yeah uh and epic goes at him pretty hard Uh, yeah not not a lot to see yeah tammy kind of pulls her out and that's pretty much all there is to it Yep. Next, Buddy goes to open the bar and uh, he finds a little surprise there waiting for him. Yeah, finds a, a door ajar. Uh, he's a little bit worried somebody, uh, yeah. well, a somebody <laughs> broke in, uh, which did happen. But as it turns out, uh, it was just Buddy Jr. who is drunk on the ground. Uh, <laughs> Just getting drunk at the bar by himself. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I I mean, I don't know what kind of issues Buddy Jr. is gonna go through, so I'm not gonna or is going through, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that this is unrealistic, but it is bizarre. Like he's kind of in the bar in the dark alone, drunk, like Mm -hmm. drunk. Like didn't even like turn a TV on or something. Like that's to me like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> big problem uh yeah there's like a broken bottle on the ground next mm. to him yeah it's not good uh so yeah, buddy buddy jr's got some some real real issues there's we're, a lot going on here we're finding Ke- out kevin's done a real number on buddy Jr. Uh, yeah i think um here's the question that i was gonna ask so when buddy walks in and sees the door jar he grabs a baseball bat that he has sitting there. You, you got any weapons stashed around the house in case of a home invasion? Uh, you know, I don't know if I should say this on record, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, here's the thing, though. Here's the difference, though. You live is in I, an apartment, though. I live in an apartment building. Um, we've got a pretty, uh, like, it, it takes a lot to even get inside of our building if yeah. you're not, like, a tenant. Yeah. Like, even, like, the code to get in like we're not supposed to give to non-tenants and I've never given to anybody who yeah. doesn't live here so uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I, I feel safe enough I mean I live in Sioux Falls South Dakota which is one thing um, crime rate here not very high alright so Anthony is just asking for a home invasion <laughs> uh, I I have I don't have a baseball bat like um, buddy but I almost feel like that would be a better option for whatever reason, I don't remember where actually, Oh shoot. I do know where I got this. Uh, at some point for my birthday or for Christmas, 
prior to going to college, I received a machete from Sarah Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have it in my possession. And that machete sits uh, right underneath my mattress on <laughs> my side of the bed. So that if anything should ever happen, I guess I'm going to go out there and start swinging a machete at somebody. Yeah. I don't know, uh, which doesn't exactly fit with my convictions because I'm not sure that I would want to swing a machete at somebody's right. head, even if they were in my home. <laughs> I think a baseball bat would probably be better, but uh, I do have a machete under my mattress, so don't even yeah. think about uh, coming in my front door. Now I'm like looking around, like, what would I use if it were to happen? I've got these candlesticks here. <laughs> that could maybe be something. Yeah, I feel like I feel like maybe you could you could stand to have a baseball bat in the house somewhere. I mean, we've, we've got know. these like heavy like Angie's really into like on our bar. We've got these like uh, you know snack things like things that contain snacks is like heavy glass. Sure, you yeah. can maybe you know chuck something like that at somebody. We got our, our the the sexual statue. Uh, oh right yes. yeah right there that yep. we covered up when your children came over yeah you could do some um, damage with that could do something with that i mean angie's got all these like you've got this other thing here that's uh she like keeps her candles in i'm trying to like from your angle like you know <laughs> right. like you could do yeah. some damage with that guy for um, sure i mean i've got some heavy some heavy objects but yeah no like <laughs> deliberate weapons i guess well, I'm pretty sure I just saw a headline from South Dakota news where a nine-year-old shot a classmate because of some pistol that was in their house or whatever, you know? So, uh, just, just a little public service announcement. If you have a gun in your house, you're much more likely to have, uh, your own family uh, killed or injured by that gun than to actually use it on a home invasion. So, and that's regardless of whether you're in South Dakota or, you know, one of those coastal uh, liberal cities, you know, where crime is rampant. So, right. And I, and I'm a guy who owns guns, but uh, I don't have any guns in my house with my children. So, right. So, <laughs> Yeah, Buddy Jr. is in a dark place. <laughs> All right, Vince uh, goes home. Ma Howard has put on a nice dress. She's trying to look very pretty because she has a date with Vince's dad, Pa Howard. Um, but don't worry, she's made Vince some meatloaf. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> His name was Robert Paulson. Uh, Vince tells her to be careful in this. So, uh, yeah, he, it seems like he's maybe, you know, letting her do her thing, but he's still pretty cautious when it comes mm -hmm. to his father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. tells her to be careful, but, you know, also realizes that she's, she's her own person. Yeah. She's obviously um, like pretty head over heels yet for Pa Howard for better or for worse. Uh, over in Principal Levi's office, Epic is suspended for one day. Yeah. Uh, Tammy thinks that maybe there could be a better solution than suspension. She says, you know, you just saw her walk out. She's happy that she's suspended. She doesn't right. have uh, she doesn't have to spend a day in school. So what, uh, you know, what's even the point? Mm-hmm. Principal Levi says, 
hey, listen, they just told me I got to cut 25% of our school budget. So I got a little bit bigger fish to fry than whether or not, or not we should be sending kids home. You know, these are the rules. We uh, just enforce them, whatever. Next, uh, Mindy comes home upset because she was given the day shift at the yeah. land strip uh, coming back from maternity leave. Oof. Yeah, got demoted. Yeah, you, you don't love to see it. Um, <sighs> yeah, uh, bad times for Mindy. Uh, but Becky is there. She kind of tells her to defend herself, stand up for herself, negotiate a little bit, say, yeah. hey, I'll take a day shift, but I also want at least one weekend night uh, for for taking that day shift. And, uh, uh, you know, Mindy agrees. She says, yeah, I have regulars. They're probably missing me. Right. You know, all Absolutely. that. Um, so it's kind of a, a sort of bonding moment for uh, <laughs> yeah. Becky and Mindy. Yep. Kind of weird circumstances, but they do bond a little bit. Becky does ask for a ride back to her house since her dad is coming home and she's supposed to be home. So Mindy agrees to bring her home. Uh, Julie is... I, I think she's like outside working on homework or something. The TA, the creepy ass TA comes by and like asks her if she wants to do something. Yeah. Hey, let's make plans uh, tonight. And yeah, Julie says she already has a date. Uh, TA is completely unaffected by this news. Um, He's basically like, all right, cool. And Julie is visibly disappointed that he doesn't care. See, I put in my notes that he is pissy about it. Uh, oh. So I thought they were both kind of, I thought they were both basically doing the thing like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Sure. But they were both like. Oh, then maybe I, it may, maybe it's it. because I was writing notes too furiously yeah. that I didn't pick up on that. But yeah. Julie says she I, has a date. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so I felt like he was a little bit like, it was just super awkward. He's pissy about it. She's like. Sure pissy about the so yeah it's just a bad situation i mean when you incorporate not only the power dynamics of ta and student but also adultery right uh things get awkward so i think we can chalk up any confusion about what's actually going on here with just the complexity of the grossness of the situation so uh over at practice uh Coach Stan uh, tells the the team it's time to hydrate, hustle over and hydrate. <laughs> uh, but Vince's dad is there. He's at practice. It's throwing Vince off. Um, he's not on top of his game because of it. Yeah, Vince is annoyed. Um, Coach asks one of the boosters, Deacon, Deacon, um, about Pa Howard and his past. Uh, Deacon tells him. You know, he was in the joint for aggravated assault and drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also kind of yeah. throws in like a, but people can change coach, you know, <laughs> uh, message as well. Yep. Next, uh, next up, we've got coach and Tammy and uh, they're talking about, we never hear a name said, and it kind of confused me because coach says, you know, she scares me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know 
what what her deal is, but uh, and I'm thinking they're talking about Gracie. I actually have in my notes, <laughs> Coach and Tammy are talking about how much Gracie scares them. Damn. Coach laments giving birth to such a creature. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I'd have to go back into the episode and exactly what they said. But to me, I was like, oh, they're talking about how much Gracie scares them. But turns out they're not. Um, they were actually talking about Epic. <laughs> Epic it scares them. Uh, I mean, maybe we there's we can't say Arguably. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe they changed the subject to Epic uh, in the midst of it. But Coach Taylor has my uh, quote of the week here oh. during this conversation. Once I realized they were talking about Epic, he says, "What kind of name is Epic?" Sounds like something someone comes up with when they're drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of true. And especially if you see the spelling, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but yeah, Tammy's very frustrated. She's trying to like l- learn the math so that she can teach Epic how to do the math, but she's not having much luck. Coach says, hey, why don't you just call Julie? She was good at this stuff. <sighs> Um, so Tammy call, tries to call Julie, but Julie doesn't answer. Yep. Becky arrives home back at her, her parents' home, which is once again, a confusing situation Very because it's where her mother was living while her dad was out West, right. uh, with, uh, Darlene, Doreen, Doreen, Darlene, Doreen, Doreen both equally stepmother <laughs> names. Yes. Yeah. Um, she arrives home, uh, immediately gets into it with Doreen. Doreen. Um, you know, they're going at it. Uh, dad kind of jumps in. They're all yelling at each other. Mindy steps in. She ju- interjects. She says, Becky, get back in the car. You know, this is this is no home for you. You're you're already yeah. at home. Yeah. Uh so we see a, a big change of heart in Mindy here. Yep. Shout out to Mindy here. We will not sing the praises of Billy or Mindy very often, but I think think this is a good move here. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stacy uh, broke a clock is right twice a day. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is just uh, yeah uh, a Mindy thing, not a Stacy or a Stano thing. Uh, she sucks. Yeah. Um, come on the show. We're beefing hard, but come on the show. <laughs> Uh, next we, uh, get a little shot from inside the weight room. Uh, the team is lifting weights. Vince is asking Holston Blackberry, who's going to, who he's going to take to the dance. (laughs) Uh, and Luke kind of comes up and says, Hey, uh, I got tickets to the, you know, Texas versus TMU game. I've got extra tickets from the recruiting office. Who's uh, who's coming with me? I like pizza and homemade meals. So, Man. you know, uh, so, um, yeah, we, shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so he's looking for some companions to the TMU game. Yes. Yep. He's got six tickets. So that's pretty generous. He can the, basically uh, bring the whole squad. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I have more questions about this, but we'll get to it. I also have more questions about this, but yeah, well, I will also save them till the end of the episode. Yep. Uh, Tammy is chaperoning at the dance tonight um, at the Texas Luau, which is 
Yeah. We're gonna go ahead. And we're gonna go on record and say potentially canceled. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do we have any listeners in Hawaii? Shout at shout at us. That's uh, a good. Yeah. At, good. at Real Living Lights on Twitter. Please let us know. Yeah. Um, if you live in Hawaii or are of Hawaiian descent, I'm li- I'm talking to you, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I know you listen to the show. <laughs> I know he's Samoan. <laughs> Cancel it. Oh, cut that. Cut that. Cut well, that. Samoan that that includes Polynesian. I, Let's yeah, say if I, you're yeah, Polynesian, okay. uh, okay. in general, Pacific Islander. Let's just yeah. say yep. if you are of Pacific Islander descent. Uh, why don't you let us know if this is offensive to you or not? Yeah, we want to know. We want to know if if you look at this as cultural appropriation or cultural appreciation, even if it is drawing something of a caricature of your um, culture. Yes. Yeah. So Tammy's she's chaperoning the dance. She's she's chaperoning the Texas Luau. Uh, coach is not thrilled. They had plans. They had a sitter. Uh, I think they were maybe talking about uh, maybe a little hanky panky, a little uh, just a coach and Tammy night. Mm, they had a little party of their own plan. Yeah, I believe is how they put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tammy's got to do this. She's got to chaperone the dance in order to get this teacher to help out with her homework club. It's a yeah, she has. Tat. Yeah, she says we. Yeah, I have to bribe these people to to really get a uh, any leeway with them. So yeah. she's it's, she's playing the game. It's a 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. commitment. So as a, as a guy uh, who, you know, has DJed some homecoming dances uh, <laughs> under the Unk Bronk Productions yes. uh, umbrella. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a long that's a long commitment. Yeah. Nine to nine to one. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. <laughs> as a, a married man who has recorded a few episodes of Real Living Lights <laughs> that have gone from 9 a.m. 9 p.m. to <laughs> Like the 4 a.m. Uh, it's a commitment. Yeah, for sure. All right. Over at practice, Billy's getting on Tinker's ass for not uh, trying hard enough. Becky points out to Billy over on the sideline that uh, it's not that Tinker's not trying hard. It's that he's reacting to the snap count instead of watching the ball itself. Uh, so he's always a half second behind. So some good insight from Jess that will come into play in a little bit. Buddy and Buddy Jr. eating steak. Hard to tell where they are if they're at Buddy's or if they're at a mm. different place in town. I, I didn't even consider it that it was Buddy's, but yeah, I guess it could have yeah. been. But they're talking about their day. Uh, Buddy Jr. makes some pretty derogatory statements about Mrs. Taylor Chess, which I guess now makes sense that you had said that she yeah. uh, covered herself up earlier. Yeah, um, it gets pretty misogynistic. Uh, Buddy tries to guide the conversation uh, toward hot girls at school, which is also problematic. It's <laughs> like, you know, there's some pretty hot girls in your classes, which You're is, right. uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, at least it's his own age, but still, right. like, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think maybe the it's one of those the thought that counts situations where, like, <laughs> right. Uh, I see where he was going with it, but the way he says it is, yeah, um, it's the lesser of two evils. Yeah, either way, not a, (laughs) not a great conversation. Not a, uh, it's a weird conversation, for sure. Uh, Next, we see Vince and his mom and dad, uh, Mon Pa Howard. They're eating at the table. Mom asks Vince if he's going to the dance. Pa Howard starts talking about the first dance that he took Ma Howard to. Uh, they start reminiscing a little bit. 
Vince says, hey, those are some good memories, but uh, the only memories I have is of you not being here, Pa. And he really goes in hard at uh, Pa Howard. And so Pa Pa says, all right, uh, yeah, I'm out of here. Sorry, I'm just going to excuse myself. So uh, Vince is still not okay with his dad being around. Yeah, still not there. Buddy, uh, back at wherever he was eating with Buddy Jr. Right. Uh, has uh, relieved or re- relieved himself in the bathroom. <laughs> Comes back to his table, finds that Buddy Jr. is no longer at the table uh, and that his credit card is no longer in the bill and never got paid. Yep. So he walks outside to try to find Buddy Jr. Finds Buddy Jr. driving away in his vehicle. Man, Buddy Buddy Jr. is like a cartoonishly troubled youth. Like it's (laughs) almost over the top. He's cartoonishly uh, has the resemblance of Buddy Yardy (laughs) Sr. And he is also cartoonishly a troubled adolescent. I sure. I understand that maybe a parent's divorce can really do a number on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I grew up without a dad. I I wasn't pulling this shit. I, you know, me and my stepdad <laughs> didn't always get along, but like, uh, this is this is a lot. Um, I just I just don't see the the brother of Lila Garrity getting into such antics. Mm. I hadn't even thought of Lila in all this, but that's a good point. Uh, yeah, not a good situation over at, uh, Mindy and Billy's house, the Riggins household, Mindy and Billy are watching Becky argue with her dad outside. Uh, they're watching through the window. Mindy expresses that she hates Becky's dad. Billy is like, uh, what gives Uh, pretty sure you were pissed off at me for letting Becky stay here. And, uh, now you're like sticking up for her and all about it. Um, so what gives Becky comes back in the house says, since she's not going home, uh, her dad says that he and Doreen are going to move to Seattle. And yeah. Like they were already there. Like, why did they even come here in the first place? Why are they even living in Becky's yeah. mom's house? <laughs> why? Like, obviously, they're going to go back to Seattle. Why were they even here? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess maybe the only thing I could think of is since Becky's mom apparently went away on this ca- riverboat casino, which I can only imagine is oh, not yeah. a uh, who knows how that's going. But um, the only logical scenario I can see is if she was like, hey. I got to go do this and make some money. <laughs> Becky's dad, you can live in my house with your now wife uh, for the time being while I'm away. Just so somebody is looking after Becky because she's right. still a high schooler. Right. But <laughs> man, uh, I mean, it would take a pretty like comfortable divorced couple <laughs> to do that kind of thing. And I personally know a few divorced couples and none that are that comfortable with each other 
Yeah, I'm not. Uh, especially I'm not, after however many years. Yeah, I'm not getting those vibes uh, in the little bit that we've seen from Becky's yeah. mom and dad interacting with each other. So, uh, Mindy They're says my, Becky's mom was either extremely desperate to go on this riverboat casino cruise. Right. She better be coming home with like five million dollars because. <laughs> Yeah, the otherwise she really uh left Becky out to dry for sure. Yeah. Uh Mindy does say that Becky can definitely stay with him. Absolutely. You can stay here. Uh no worries. Coach is helping Buddy look for a little buddy. And Buddy is kind of Buddy Sr. is going on about how Lil Buddy doesn't love football, or at least he doesn't know that he loves football yet. Uh, so they're they're driving around town looking for Lil Buddy. They're driving around town. Uh, Coach asks Buddy if uh, Junior can play. Uh, Buddy says, of course, it's in his blood. <laughs> right. Uh, over at the Texas Luau, uh, it's looking very high school dance-ish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but with bikini tops. And I got to say that I do not feel like that would have flown at uh, PHS. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you there, Josh. Steve Randall would be putting the kibosh. No uh, way. That. No way. No doubt in my mind. Uh, Luke is trying to hit on Becky here. Tells her she's so pretty. This is 100. I'm just going to say it now. This is 100% the goofiest, malufus moment of the week. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, he, I don't know if he's drunk or if he's just like goofus, malufus or what. Uh, I will say Becky's looking great. <sighs> yeah. Don't want to get into it too much. Uh, definitely creepy if we do, but yeah, but yeah. worth, worth we mentioning Becky's looking great. Uh, but Luke, uh, you know, in, in only a way that Luke as the, uh, uh, I suppose the receiver of the torch of, of Matt Saracen <laughs> yeah, can, right. I mean, if I would have tried this, there's no girl in Platt high school that, uh, would have, uh, been receptive to this. I'm coming uh, for you, Sproles. That, yeah. <laughs> so you like me, you like me. <laughs> I'm going to take you out sometime. I'm coming for you. (laughs) Get ready. (laughs) Yeah, it was very cringy. Uh, Vince and Jess are also at the dance. Vince tells Jess he doesn't want her working for the team anymore uh, as equipment manager. They get into it once again. Uh, Vince says, yeah, it's going to be really hard to win a state championship when I have to be checking my teammates in the locker room constantly. And, uh, once again, they don't see eye to eye on this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Just is pretty off put by, uh, by Vince's. I, yeah, I think that's a good way to put it is that they're not seeing eye to eye because Jess is like, what's the big deal? I don't get it. Right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Epic is trying to get into the dance with some dudes. Yeah. Uh, hard. I'm, clearly, they don't go to East Dillon. No. Uh, but luckily, Tammy Tammy kind of overhears about this. She comes out. She says, Epic, you're suspended. She's able to use the you're suspended yeah. uh, excuse. Comes to her, her favor. Because uh, these dudes are pretty. A little shady. Yeah. That's a good. Shady is a good word. 
And I got to say, Epic is pretty scary uh, here, too. If I was that dude, the, yeah. the, like the teacher trying to keep her out, I would be a little intimidated for sure. Uh, but he does call her a demon, which I <laughs> feel like is maybe going a little far. But next. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Hate it. Hate yeah. it. Julie comes knocking at the TA's door. Uh, she's all dramatic. Yeah, uh, they over. kiss. We hate it. He pulls her inside. She, uh, you know, supposedly she's there to tell him that, like, hey, this is all over. We can't do this. Uh, and this I, is, I think, we we can officially at this point actually. This is the the moment that we can hate the TA more than we hate Julie for this because. Mm. This is him for the first time. Right. Yeah. He's like, nah, I'm making the move on this 18 year old girl. Gross. Yeah. Not good. Uh, I do feel like Julie probably, even though she seemingly goes over there to say that it's over, like she kind of knew what she was doing, but this is on yeah. the TA. Yeah, she probably, I mean, you could have called him. Right. You didn't go over there in person. You knocked on his door. Yeah. I was worried that, like, his wife was going to I also thought, I straight up thought that was what's, what was yeah. going to happen, is I thought that his wife was going to answer and it was going to be one of those situations, but. Yep. It wasn't, but it was equally cringy, probably. <laughs> Uh, so that happened. Big buddy sights, uh, little buddy as they're driving around him and coach, uh, he makes coach pull over and he basically runs down little buddy. We, well, buddy, he sees his own vehicle in the parking lot of a convenience store. Yep. He said, Oh, there it is. So they pull him. Uh, we see buddy walking out of the convenience store. Now, buddy's like 16, 15. Right, yeah. But he's I walking don't... out with a like suitcase full of beer. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he's got a 24 pack <laughs> of beer. He's walking out back to the car. Buddy stops him before he can get to the door. Hey, you know, whatever. Uh, Buddy drops the beer, starts running. Uh, Buddy is able to chase him down because uh, Buddy Jr. <laughs> reaches a fence, tries to clear a fence. Yeah. Uh, hey, don't forget that Buddy Senior is a former state champion. That's so. true. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah. Buddy chased him down. They pulls him off the fence. They tussle a little bit. Yeah, a little physical. Uh, buddy finally gets him into, I don't know what they call it in UFC, kind of gets him into the like top mount, right? Yep. Yep. He does. I'd, I'd say it's more of a knee on belly with uh that's more of a jujitsu thing but he's not fully on top but he's got the knee on belly which is a very dominant position sure uh yeah basically says like uh you know i'm your dad how can i help you son like help me help you here type situation um bordering on bordering on child abuse but i gotta i gotta get cut buddy senior some slack here yeah this child is i mean buddy jr at this point i mean he's been here for he's been back for one episode as a teenager yeah to me he's scarier than epic (laughs) that's probably true yeah yeah that's a good point 
we see Vince uh, going, kind of rifling through his dad's stuff. He must have gone over to wherever his dad is staying. Uh, but he's going through his dad's stuff. He's checking for drugs. Yeah, this is a weird scene. <laughs> yeah. It, he just wants to make sure that his dad is being honest and is completely done with drugs. He asks him, Hey, you know, promise me you're done with this. You're done with drugs. His dad does promise him. And then Vince says, you got to promise me that you won't ever let my mom touch that stuff again. Uh, and Pa Howard does promise that, uh, on my life, he says. So, uh, Vince leaves, but as he's leaving, he says, which we didn't talk about before, but Vince's dad couldn't tell him what Vince's birthday was. Yeah. Um, but Vince tells him on his way out, Hey, my birthday is such and such. I just remember that was October 9th, October 9th, October 9th, there you go. Jess overhears Billy Riggins uh, repeating her advice to the coaches. I thought that maybe she would have been like, yeah, hey, excuse me, yeah. what the f***? Uh, <laughs> right. I pointed this out to you. How dare you repeat it? But she's like excited. Another situation yeah. where Jess is disappointing me this episode. Like these, This episode specifically. I was also under that impression when this scene started and was little, oh, oh. Oh, she's okay with this. She's actually like, she Happy likes this, it. that her advice is being taken. So, um, I'm not going to say many bad things about Jess, but, uh, yeah, she maybe could stick up for herself. Not a, right not a strong episode for, for Jess. I'll nope. say that. Uh, next we see buddy senior and little buddy out on the field playing catch Coach Taylor goes out there, starts asking Buddy, little Buddy, about football and whatnot. Looks like uh, Buddy Junior is going to join the team. Going to join the yeah. Lions. Yep, he. It's in his blood, Eric. <laughs> it's in his blood. <laughs> uh, we start the ending indie song montage. Yes, uh, the episode. Yep, we get a short scene of Becky and the Riggins family. Yep, uh, playing some boggle. <laughs> <laughs> Where they didn't uh, even notice that. Yeah, they're playing some boggle. Uh, Becky uh, looks over and she kind of eyeballs a, a photo of Tim. <laughs> we uh, get a scene of Luke and the boys showing up at TMU. Luke is looking yep. real proud, even to just be there on those those hollowed grounds. Uh, <laughs> did how, did we establish this TMU a real school? I can't remember. It is not. About it is thing. not. Yeah. No, it is not. And then we also see. All the boys, they're touring TMU. Uh, a recruiter pulls Vince aside. Yes. Uh, and they kind of walk into the head coach's office, and there's a whole slew yeah. of, of staff there, and they shake hands, uh, and they roll credits. This is all to uh, the National playing Start a War. Was it the National? Okay, yep. that explains where I was like, all right, here's this triangle dinging indie shit. <laughs> not a national fan uh, uh, that never clicked never clicked with me but ever since they worked with taylor swift i i need uh i need to go uh, back and, and listen to their enough. stuff fair know? enough uh okay so i think you were feeling the same thing here was uh targeting luke cafferty just a ploy to get to vince 14 um you know i think that's what the end of this episode implies but i mean why not just target Vince? Like 
he literally plays for the same team. I understand that you're giving six tickets, but you also need to understand that Luke is like a family man. I'm surprised he didn't just take like his was, parents yeah. and three cows uh, to the <laughs> game. The, uh, well, I was going to say the pig, but he gave that. Right. Yeah. Him, so. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think, I don't know if that was the plan. That's a long shot, man. That's risky. Uh, because first of all, why wouldn't, like I said, why wouldn't you just target uh, Vince? Because you haven't tried that yet. Uh, second of all, targeting Luke is okay, but like you don't know that he's going to bring Vince. You yeah. don't, I mean, presumably you don't even know how good of friends you get that they are. Like they could just be teammates. Like uh, if this happened to smash or if this happened to like Tim Riggins, he wouldn't bring smash sure, and vice versa to TMU. Yeah. So like, I don't know if, if that was the, I, to me, I think it only makes sense in storyline that they actually are targeting Luke. And the fact that Vince came along was a bonus and sure. they were like, oh, hey, we're also interested in you. Yeah. That's the only thing that can make sense to me because the the explanation that I thought of is that so I, you know, we know that Vince got a lot of letters from colleges, uh-huh. colleges like Alabama. And I don't know, mm-hmm. Ole Miss or whatever, big colleges, right. you know, football powerhouses. And so maybe TMU feels like they don't have a chance on their own, but maybe if they can, you know, just get their foot in the door right. with Luke or that even use be. the Luke connection to be like, right. yeah, you can play with your buddy Luke or whatever. Right. Yeah. And like if they, if they're trying to go for the two for one special, that's the, yeah. that's the only logical explanation for them uh, to try to, you know, Trojan horse, uh, yeah you know, Vince into the whole thing too, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. Hopefully we o- find otherwise, otherwise it doesn't make sense uh, for them to do that. Like if we find out and you know, once again, it's been 11 years now since I've watched right. uh, uh, this season. So if it turns out that they were just <sighs> using that to get Vince, like I'm going to, I'll be Man. very disappointed. That wouldn't yeah. make any sense to me. Yeah. Time will tell. I'm sure next episode will have a little more clarity and, if you're listening, you've probably already watched that episode and are uh, annoyed at us speculating. Yeah. But <laughs> so that's, that is the end of the episode though. Roll credits. Yeah. We'll be right back with our awards for the week. All right, we're back. We're going to give out some awards like we always do. We're going to start with the Coach Taylor Inspo rating. Coach had a good week last week. Uh, what did, what was Coach up to this week? I can't think of much. You know, honestly, I, I'm not thinking of much either. Um, it was a bye week. Uh, we did right. see some practice, but we didn't see a lot of like inspirational coach stuff. Um you know, he does have the great quote about Epic. Uh, sounds like something someone comes up with if they're drunk. But, <laughs> Not but particularly honestly, inspirational. Right. No, it's a pretty lacking week from Coach. I got to say like a two maximum, right? Yeah. It's it's really nothing against Coach. He just doesn't have much of an opportunity to be inspirational. So I'm good with the two. I think that's that's about right. Okay. The Julie Taylor Hatometer. Where are we going with this? <laughs> Um, man, 
She was a uh, nine last week. Yeah, it can't be as high as last week. I will say that, um, you know, she's still going out of her way to be uh, involved with this creepy TA. Oh, yeah, she walked in um, for sure. This week, he did finally, like I said, he made the first move on a situation. But also, you could argue that she made the first move by showing up at his house instead of just doing it via call or text. Um. Or just in the middle of the day at campus, you could have waited uh, right. a couple of days and just said like, hey, no, I'm going to do this in a public place. You're not uh, whatever. No, she went to his house at night, uh, sex time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's got to be at least a seven, right? Like you're, you're thinking an eight. I'm, I'm, willing an eight. To, I'm willing to go up to an eight. As you were talking, I put up eight fingers below the camera and <laughs> that's what I'm going with. So. Sure. I think she was a nine last week. It's a little better, but not much. Yeah. No, I'm good with that. I'm good with an eight. All right. Let's go with eight. Once again, big rig beer tally. We have no Tim Riggins beers. No. Any underage drinking we want to make note of? <sighs> I don't think so. No, I think there's maybe some implied. I mean, with Luke at the dance, uh, he seemed a little, like he yeah, seemed under a little, the influence. But um, but I will say, as far as the uh, the Riggins family, I don't remember Billy drinking any beers either. So no. All right, so I'm instead of a number in the big rig beer tally, I'm just gonna make a note of Luke. Yes. <laughs> the Alamo Freeze presents the Matt Saracen Oshucks Goofus Malufus moment of the week. 100% going to Luke Cafferty Luke, yep. in his. Uh, lines his game <laughs> yeah with Becky. You call it. Uh, yeah very goofus malufacy in that I'm coming for you sprolls or whatever yeah. he says you like me you <sighs> like me Ugh. it's like he's not wrong either but geez Louise <sighs> man find a you know I mean I, I really can't speak because me at 17 uh, oh yeah you know, probably it, couldn't have done it would have been better, worse than but, that. Yeah, for sure. But I can say it in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, not the move, man. The Donnie Buddy Garrity sleazeball move of the week. Mm, I mean, we definitely have Buddy here. Yeah. I you mean, know. Buddy Jr. could maybe take over the mantle. Ooh, that's a good. Yeah, I like that, actually. Uh, getting drunk alone on your <laughs> yeah. father's liquor at his bar yeah the joe mccoy stud of suds smug scumbag move of the week who is our biggest scumbag here i mean the ta is yeah ta is always in the mix i think buddy jr is in the mix here yeah uh that's those are the front runners for sure epic yeah, you know, in the mix, in in principle, but uh, by the spirit of the award, I don't know that we would want to go epic. Yeah, yeah, I think you got to go TA. Yeah, uh, just can't get over the adultery thing. I don't know. You know, call me old fashioned or whatever. But <laughs> oh, you're starting to sound. I don't want to say it. <laughs> Notable music cues. We had the national, right? Yeah, I started war by the national. I, I think that that one's. I you got to give it to them. It's it's. Fine. I mean, it's dominant. 
Okay. <laughs> Outdated pop culture reference of the week. Do we have anything here? Uh, the Texas Luau. Oh, yeah, you're right. Being uh, an option. That was definitely a common theme for sports mm. events, proms, yeah, what have you. For sure. I think day. probably like, I mean, when we were going to high school and like elementary school, like they had spirit week for homecoming week. Oh, I almost certain there would Hawaiian be a Hawaiian day. day in there. Probably yep. there still is. All right. Well, outdated pop culture reference. Definitely Hawaiian themed parties. Yep. Yes. Quote of the episode. Are they offensive? <laughs> you decide. Let us know. Let us we know. Want, if we have any listeners in Hawaii, we want you to let us know. <laughs> Quote of the episode. The only one I have is these women getting out of hand. Get the hell out of my office. Uh, interaction between Vince and coach. I don't know if you have anything else. Uh, the quote that I wrote down was what kind of name is epic? Sounds like something someone <laughs> comes up with when they're drunk. <laughs> I like that one. We'll go with that. Uh Epic. MVP of the episode. That's a good question. Mindy. This yeah, I was going to say big episode the, for Mindy. Big episode for Mindy. We hate to give it to her. Gosh, it kind of pains me, but I think this is like the, the best answer and the one opportunity for Mindy to Mindy Riggins. Stacy, come on the show. We are, we're doing you a, <sighs> a major honor. Ugh. It hurts, but we're going to do it. Mindy Riggins, congratulations. You are this week's MVP of the episode. Episode rating. I mentioned this last week. I felt like both of these episodes were a little like, meh. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, you know, it's interesting. So you and I have been using Letterboxd here for the, the better part of the last uh, year and a half, we'll say. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know about you. I, I fall hard. I, I noticed today when I was looking at my homepage that um, I'm a like three star at is my most given rating and then mm-hmm. everything else. Sure. Like kind of like that makes sense. It yeah. just kind of like curves down, which was not intentional, but also is like, I think that's how it should be. You know, Tyler right. Eriks and Absolutely. I used to have this conversation about like, you know, if you're rating anything on a, on a, Five, yeah. Uh, uh, one to ten scale, mm. um, or one to five, whatever. Like, yep. you know, and Tyler was always of the opinion that, so we'll say a one to ten scale, ten percent or ones, ten percent or twos, ten percent or threes, etc. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, I think maybe most are it, fine. Most yeah. most are like a five or a six, and then there's very few tens and very few ones. I guess what I'm saying here to make a long story short is this episode <laughs> is, a, is, a, is a six out of 10 or a three out of five. I think it's a, yeah, uh, an episode I enjoyed um, something I probably will uh, almost certainly watch again, mm-hmm. um, but does it stand out? Not at all. By the time that I watch this episode again, am I going to remember buddy junior getting drunk in his dad's bar by himself? Probably not. Probably not. Um, it's not an all timer, but it's good. Uh, it's good. I feel favorably about it. I feel just over neutral about it. I can't really argue with that explanation. I think that's a great, uh, yeah, s- summarization of how you come to it. 
My only concern is that we maybe haven't held the rest of the series to that particular rubric. I've been trying to personally. So I think uh, subtly in, in my own way, because I've, um, I've been, I, I think I've been rating these episodes in the same way that I would rate uh letterbox. And I've been using letterbox for pretty much the entire right, time right, that right, we've right. been doing this show. So, okay. So you said a six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's a strong six, I'm good with it. I feel like sure. we've rarely gone, six. you know, we've rarely gone. We have rarely seven. gone Balanza. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. So, um, but I also agree. There's nothing really special about this episode. Uh-huh. It was good. It was good. And I think, fine. I think especially when you compare it to the last episode, I don't think it's as strong as the last no. episode. So no, I think I you got to say it's, it's a step below, but I think, I think strong six. I'm good with that. I'm good with strong six. Okay, good. Uh, we don't have any social media shout outs that have come in in the last two hours since we recorded <laughs> the last episode. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and what's our lesson in the episode? What's the moral, what's the takeaway that we can apply to our everyday lives? Don't appropriate Pacific Islander culture is, my I think that's, one. yeah, I think that's a good one. Yeah. I think my, my lesson last week was, uh, don't forgive your dad. And I, and <laughs> Probably considering just doubling down on that. It's all about father. <laughs> it's all about dads. Um, I think uh, generally, if you're in a position of power and you have the ability to um, sleep with somebody who is attractive just to do it, uh, maybe just second guess it. Think twice about that, especially if it's 2022 compared to 2010, you know, that's good advice. I appreciate that. Uh, I think our listeners will appreciate that. Shout out to our listeners in the West Indies. Hey, let's not forget about our listeners in Laos. I would not. uh, We've, I think we still need to continue to uh, send a special shout out to our listeners in Wales. Uh, Yes. Nile. And and I'm gonna give a special shout out uh to the Pacific Islanders and uh, <laughs> yes. specifically our Hawaiian listeners if we have any. Um you know, we 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 had a lot of laughs in this episode, but I think if we're getting down to it. Uh we really do want to know we do um yeah what uh how you feel about uh not only this episode's um, how this episode in particular handled the the luau idea and the mm-hmm. um, potential appropriation of Hawaiian culture in this episode, but how you feel in general uh, American culture uh, s- speaks to Hawaiian culture. So so shout us out at Real Living Lights Let's on uh, on Twitter. We we would love to to hear from you. Let's hear it. Uh, thank you for listening. Once again, we are, uh, you know, nearing the end of all this. We've enjoyed every moment of it. We've enjoyed every interaction we've had with you all. So please keep reaching out. Uh, Anthony, before we go, what's the biggest lesson you've learned in your like one month of marriage? (laughs) I don't think I've learned any lessons yet. Uh, (laughs) I think, well, I'll say this, and I think we, I don't know if this made the last episode or not, but uh, um, the diamond industry is bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I, I think I already knew that lesson before getting married, but especially now, I think we're we're still too too into the honeymoon phase uh, to <laughs> yeah, to absolutely. have learned to have learned a true lesson yet. But uh, my lesson is, hey, uh, don't spend a load of money on a ring. It's hey. dumb. The diamond industry is extremely immoral. Diamonds are not scarce. It's a false <laughs> right. scarcity. Right. Don't buy into the weird societal pressure to spend a bunch of money on two rings. Spend that money on doing something fun with your spouse after you're married. Dang Dumb man. cultural thing. And that's all it is. If you really look at it, oh, 100%. The thing, man, I don't know. I don't want to get into it too deep, but like <laughs> I just get so frustrated by these things that are cultural, you know, like because just somebody sometime decided for their benefit in most situations that that's the way things should be. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's just, yeah, man, it's so Angie gets mad at me because like, I'll uh, like, we had stuffed peppers for dinner last night and I'll like hold my fork in my left hand and cut with my right hand, but then I'll switch the fork to my right hand. She'd be like, you can't switch hands. I'm like, cause somebody said you shouldn't a hundred years ago. <laughs> right. What? Like, Etiquette according to who? Like yeah, this, this is, is such all a arbitrary. made up thing. It's so yeah. One, yeah. I understand. Like, I mean, there's one thing, like it's one thing to be like not gross, but it's another thing to like <laughs> switch hands uh in utensils while you're eating. Uh I don't know, man. Nile and whales, maybe you could uh oh I'm sure he's got opinions that. on that. But um <laughs> well folks, it's been a blast. Just so much fun <laughs> uh talking Friday night lights uh this week. Thank you so much for listening. Reach out to us at Reliving Lights on Twitter. Uh, just a few more episodes in this uh, whole series that we've put together. So, yeah, it's weird to be uh, coming close to the end, but we've got more content coming. Absolutely, uh, I've I've really enjoyed the last almost two years of doing this. I hope that Josh has had as much fun as I have because it's mm-hmm. been. Uh, uh, therapeutic and good for me and i'm glad that we started doing it during a pandemic because i don't know if we ever would have started yeah. it otherwise but uh uh i want to get this thing going to the to the distance of us being like remember when there was a pandemic uh, <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah no thank i i mean honestly thank god that this pandemic happened otherwise reliving the lines may Shout out uh, to COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> the novel coronavirus. All right. We'll see you uh, next time for another episode of Reliving the Lights, a Friday Night Lights Rewatch podcast. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God. <laughs>